Welcome to Beer Diet Project. A healthy gut is a healthy mind. I'm your host, Jorge, a beer brewer turned health nut. Join me as we explore the ancient wisdom of fermentation to optimize the microbiome and nourish the body, mind, and soul. Cheers. Welcome, everyone. So tonight, we're going to be talking about the ancient healing strategy of uh, fasting. And I'm going to be sharing my, my story, you know, as I started my journey and, you know, how I came up with this whole concept of uh, Beer Diet Project. Um, you know, I'm going to be going back to the very beginning. And one of the things that I really want to do um, you know, through, through this episode, it's not just share with you the, you know, the, the techniques, I guess, and, and the things that, that I did that helped me with my health. Um, but also the, the mindset, like, you know, what was going on through my head as I was going through a lot of this, because as you know, more people begin to follow my journey and begin to, um, you know, understand what is it that I do when I talk about, using the ancient wisdom of fermentation to optimize my microbiome, um, you know, which to me, that's just a fancy way of saying I'm practically brewing beer in my gut, <laughs> right? Not beer, like literally, but I'm saying like, I'm taking like all the stuff that I learned from brewing beer and I'm using those concepts to grow probiotics, to grow, you know, yeast and bacteria in my gut and create an environment that basically allows my gut flora to thrive, the beneficial bacteria, 80% of your immune system is your gut flora, it's your gut health. So what, um, one of the things that I want to share today, um, you know, has to do a little bit both on like, you know, how my transformation started, you know, how it all happened, um, which, you know, started with fasting, but also from that, I want to point out that, you know, when I started, I didn't have someone to look up to. I didn't have someone that had paved the way for me that would tell me, it's like, hey, you know, if you do this, then you're going to be able to produce hormones, which was, you know, one of my goals when I was going through a lot of this. I had all these autoimmune conditions. Doctors told me that I was going to have to take hormones for the rest of my life. And for a moment, I believed that because, you know, I mean, you listen to someone with authority and you pretty much want to, um, you know, you can't really fight it, I guess, you know, you, when you, when you don't know any better, at least, you know, you just put all your trust, um, you know, in, in someone else. And so when I started doing some of the things that I did, I was going against conventional wisdom. I was going, um, you know, just basically on my own and, and, and it took a lot of guts. It took a a very specific mindset. And this is one of the reasons why I push for personal development. This is one of the reasons why, you know, Beer Diet Project to me isn't just about eating right, but it's also about, um, you know, it isn't just about feeding your body the right foods and detoxing your body from, from you know, toxic food. It's also about feeding your mind, feeding your mind positive information, personal development, um, and removing negative thoughts from your mind, okay? So you're going to see how I look at this, and if you haven't listened to the first episode of my podcast, 
um, you know, beard eye project, I recommend that you do it because that is going to actually, you know, help you see my perspective, my point of view. Um, I have a very unique, you know, experience, I guess, and, and the language that I speak in because I read a lot of books. Okay. I'm, I, I, as you're going to see, like, I just, it's almost like I was dropped into earth and, you know, since I was born with a okay, does anyone have a book? Because that's basically like what I enjoy doing the most. And so before I share my transformation journey, fasting and all of that, I want to read from one of the most, the most powerful book, which is my favorite Proverbs um, chapter 12. And I'm going to go to verse 27. Here we go. Proverbs 12, verse 27. The slothful man catches not his prey, but the wealth of the diligent men is great. Now, if again, if you, if you listen to the first episode that I talk about, you understand that I'm fascinated by language. Okay. Language is very, um, you know, to me, I have, a, I have a unique perspective on language because I grew up in a border city. So I grew up listening to two languages, English and Spanish. And as I study other languages, um, you know, one of the languages that I want to learn that I haven't um, yet is German. And in German, there is a phrase, and I should have it with me here, you know, this tells you like, I don't know the language yet, but when I translate those phrases, like in German, there's a phrase that if you translate that into the English language, it says that success is simple. You just have to, um, you know, stick with it. If I translate that same phrase into Spanish, the phrase actually reads, Success is simple. You just have to give all of your attention to the task at hand. And so for me, when I translate that, I get a whole new meaning because I believe that it's actually both of them combined. It's giving all of your attention to something and it's sticking to it long term. Right. So so that's where, uh, you know, a lot of my um, fascination with language comes in. And with the Bible, one of the things that I've realizes there's different translations and these different translations can change the meaning and they can give depth into the actual lesson that is being taught by, you know, these simple phrases. Like this is basically two sentences. The slothful man catches not his prey, but the wealth of the diligent men is great. Another translation that I, that I've read is basically, um, you know, the slothful man has no game to roast but the diligent man sees precious wealth in the land. And so what that means, okay, we're going to dive deep and we're going to break this apart so you can really get the lesson is we're talking about two people, right? We have a slothful man and we have a diligent man. Okay. And the slothful man will be lazy and diligent will be, you know, someone that is proactive. Now we're talking here about hunting, right? Catch not his prey, has no game to roast, right? If you don't catch something, if you can't hunt, you have no game to roast. You have nothing to eat, right? So the slothful man catches not his prey. Um, the other translation, right? The uh, lazy man um, has no game to roast, meaning he goes to the same land, right? So here we have a piece of land and we have the slothful man and he doesn't even see 
anything to hunt, right? There's nothing out there for him. And then we have the diligent man who sees precious wealth in the land, meaning the same land that he's in, he looks at it and he sees opportunities. He sees opportunities to hunt, right? And so the wealth of the diligent man is great. So he actually catches his prey. He is actually able to hunt. He's able to feed himself. And so let me apply this and, and, and help you um, get a different perspective on this lesson. And I'm not going to go too in depth into it, but essentially, you know, one of the books that I'm fascinated by is this one right here. It's Einstein's intuition, visualizing nature in 11 dimensions. And so in order to understand what I'm about to explain, like there's so much that goes into this and I want to talk about it from personal experience um, because that's basically what my, what allowed me to go through my transformation. And I think that um, one way to explain what, what I've learned from this book, which is basically what I just talked about in this uh, Proverbs section, has to do with this concept that, you know, when you, we're talking about a slothful man, a lazy man, and, you know, when you say men, is both men and women, you know, we're talking about human men, lazy, the word lazy is not referring to someone who doesn't want to put out physical activity because you can actually work very hard, right? Like this lazy man could be out hunting and, and, and hiking and, and, and putting out a lot of effort, you know, physical effort trying to find his, his prey. But lazy could be mental laziness, meaning you don't think, okay, not using your thinking capabilities. So you can work hard yet still classify as lazy if you don't learn to use your mental faculties, your thinking power, which is your creative power. And this is what I want to uh, you know, share with you. So essentially the way that I see it, the way that I've been able to um, experience this is if we take this piece of land that we're talking about where we have a slothful and a diligent man, a diligent man to me basically is someone who in his mind, he is conditioning himself to find something, to find a target, right? Whereas the lazy man doesn't even think about that. He's just kind of like hoping, wishing, and, you know, relying on luck, if you will. And so how is it that thinking will allow someone to see opportunities to see something to hunt right that's basically what i want to talk about and this is basically how you can visualize you know nature in 11 dimensions is basically um you know how i think and the best way that i can describe it is it's simple in our programs um you know energy boot camp i have a exercise that i have people go through that i call it um you know it's a tracker sheet where People have to write down and get clear exactly on what they want. And then they have to get very clear on why they want it. And the reason for that is because there's something that happens okay, to your mind. And you know, there's a part of your brain that's called the reticular activating system, the RAS. 
And basically all that this is, is really just your body's ability to focus on something that's in your mind. And this is something that we all have and we all use unconsciously. It's the way that we are able to focus, the way that it works is basically, if you've ever thought about buying a home, for example, if all of a sudden you have this thought of buying a home, you're gonna to start to notice everything and anything real estate related. You're gonna to start to notice the open houses sign, the for sale, real estate for sale signs. You're gonna to start to notice the mortgage signs and things like that. If you are um, you know, buying a new car, right, and you know the car that you want, all of a sudden you start to see it all over the place. You start to see the car when it drives by. And keep in mind that these houses have been there all the time, all the real estate signs, all the cars, they've all they've always been there, but it's until you have you know, your reticular activating system basically looking for that something specific that you're after, then you start to notice it. Okay. And so if we go back to this land, this land, the wealthy man, you know, the, the diligent man sees wealth in the land, meaning he sees things to hunt. In other words, life shows him opportunities, right? Like it's, he comes across those opportunities, not because He's special, but just because he's using his mind, right, to actually focus and look for something specific. Okay, and, and again, I'm going to talk about how this applied to me during my transformation. Um, but this is basically what, what, what I'm seeing is happening is the things that I had to learn to, you know, improve my health, I didn't come to them by accident, I was looking for specific information because I wanted to really optimize my microbiome and turn my entire health around. Like I was looking for specific information and it's because I had that thought in my mind just recurring. That's what allowed me to see opportunities. That's what allowed me to find information, find mentors, find different lessons that I had to learn and go through in order for me to do what, you know, what I'm doing and, and now sharing with you guys. And so <clears throat> let me see if I can give you a different perspective and then I'll get into the story so you can see it, you know, more, um, you know, how, how it plays a role and really why you want to take this uh, exercise um, serious. So I'm going to read from this book, another one of my favorites, A Happy Pocket Full of Money infinite wealth and abundance in the here and now. And in page 112, it says, um, the first step in the creation of anything is your vibration. Okay, um, you know, when, when we talk about creation, you know, Genesis, first page of the Bible, um, you know, at first everything was darkness and then God said, let there be light, right? His words spoke, right? The, it was the words that created. So words have a creating power. And so we're reading here, the first step in the creation of anything is your vibration, right? So when you speak, your words are vibrating, your vocal cords vibrate just like the chord strings on a guitar. It's all vibration. So you have to understand that. So let's keep going here. Remember that everything vibrates. Okay, and it is by that vibration that we harmonize and attract experiences to ourselves. Okay, so read that again. Remember that everything vibrates and it is by that vibration that we harmonize and attract experiences to ourselves. So if we have a lazy man who's not thinking about um, 
his prey. He's not thinking about what he's going to hunt. He doesn't have a goal. He doesn't know exactly what he wants. He's not clear on what he wants. He's not vibrating that. Whereas the diligent man, he has sat down and he decided to write down and get very clear about what is it exactly that he wants and why. And because he knows that and he has that in his mind, now he is vibrating, which is harmonizing and attracting experiences to him. So the same piece of land all of a sudden starts to show him experiences. It could be a clue, right? It could be that he just sees a track that leads him to you know find you know his prey these are the things that you know make a world of a difference consciousness in a sense is vibration okay happy conditions arise because you are happy and not the other way around wealth comes to you because of your wealth consciousness and i would say also that health comes to you because of your health consciousness okay and so what i'm trying to teach you here is health consciousness um, and wealth consciousness for that matter. So before you act or do anything at all, first ask yourself, how am I vibrating? And how do you tell how you are vibrating? You tell by how you feel. Your feelings show you your vibration. Okay, so how do you feel in relation to money and also health? You know, how do you feel in relation to health? How you feel determines what you attract to you okay you're like one huge radio with a tuning knob and you can tune into any experience simply by matching your feeling to it action is a necessary step but the last step never the last so <clears throat> let me point out something that I see in the group and then we're gonna dive into my story um, when um, when I watch people and one of the reasons why i like for people to engage in you know in our communities is because i get to see and hear and read your language and by listening to your language i get to tell a lot about you know where your mind is at and, and you know what other things you need help with uh, because it's one thing for me to teach you know health and, and diet and you know everything that I, that i know about um, you know things that have helped me but I also know that if you don't take care of this one part, which is, you know, learning how to use your creative, um, you know, mind, then it is going to be very difficult for you to go through and complete the courses for you to stick to your journey. Okay. When you look at everything that I do, it's not an overnight thing. It's not something that you just do once right there. You don't just take like a bottle of probiotics and then boom, your microbiome is optimized. That's not how it works. Every day I have to do something to continue to improve. And even though I'm good right now, here's the thing. I know that I can do better, right? So what keeps me going further? What keeps me going and, 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 you know, continuously improve even though right now i could just stop and just you know say that hey i'm the healthiest i've been in my life i am leaner than i've ever been right why would i want to keep going why would i want to do that well that's because i now understand that if i don't have something to aim for i'm being lazy in a thinking sense and i'm going to miss out on opportunities to improve my health but if I just sit down and I get clear on exactly what it is that I want, 
then that is going to allow me to find more resources, to find more information, find new and better mentors, and basically continue to improve. And the more that I improve myself, the more that I can actually pass and bring that value back to you to help more people. So this is why, like, this is what drives me. And so one of the things that I see, right, we all have the internet. The internet is the land. Okay, so how come is it that there are people who have been years, decades in some cases, and they haven't come across this information, right? To them, they don't catch their prey. Like they, they see the internet like as there, there's no good information as far as how to, how to get, um, you know, how to, how to um, you know, if you have autoimmune conditions, how do you, how do you fix that, right? There's a lot of people that would say like there, there's none of that. But here I am, and I somehow figured out this information from the internet. Same land, right? So how come I was able to see wealth, precious wealth in the land, in the internet, and come across this information versus other people who have been struggling for years and have never seen any of this, have never learned any of this? Well, it's because of what I'm sharing with you right now is that if you sit down and you get clear on exactly what it is that you want in great detail, then that's what is going to allow you to pick out information. You're going to attract experiences to you. You're going to attract um, mentors, information, right? When you guys found my website, it was not by accident. You guys found, you know, my information because you are tuned in to this thought of, hey, and I read this all the time where I hear people say, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm tired all the time. I've tried everything and nothing works. And, and that's basically where I started. Okay. And the only reason why I know that that's what's going in your head is because that's exactly what was going in my head when I was first getting started. I tried all kinds of shakes. I tried diets. I tried, um, you know, I, I tried doing so many things and I just felt like, man, like I just can't lose weight. I can't seem to like get better. My belly's just blowing up. Um, you know, I'm getting like gas and all these issues um, going on with me. My hair was falling off. Like all these things were going on and I didn't know how to turn it around. And so my transformation started when I sat down one day and decided that, you know what, I was going to basically, uh, I asked myself this question, what would my body feel like and be like if I just feed it nothing but like good nutrition, like the good stuff, like good food, like nothing bad, like just good, like what is that, right? And, and I asked myself that question, right, years ago, and that's basically what, what, um, you know, what triggered and, 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 and created like that domino effect where I started to get clear. It's like, okay, well, I, I was basically describing myself in detail and imagining myself, you know, into the future thinking, okay, if I just eat healthy, then naturally and inevitably I should lean down. I should have no body fat. I should have more energy. I should be vital. I should be able to do active sports like snowboard, paddleboard, mountain bike. I was visualizing all this. I was describing all of this back when I was tired all the time with debilitating fatigue, not really even able to get out of the couch, not able to fall asleep, like 
feeling miserable this whole time. So to create this vision was hard because I just could not imagine myself being that when I was experiencing the exact opposite, right? And so this is where mental work comes in. This is why, you know, if you're lazy mentally, you're not going to take time to visualize because that's, that can be, that's mental work. You have to like take time to sit down and imagine yourself doing this. And you have to take time to sit down and describe yourself, first of all, to create that image in your mind so that you can actually start to vibrate from the inside and start to attract all of these things. And so that's what I did. I sat down. And so after doing that, um, I started getting online and I started looking for, you know, different information. And, and it was just so interesting that the first thing that I saw, okay, it wasn't even, it had nothing to do with gut health. It had nothing to do, um, you know, with, with things that I was thinking that I needed. It was more like, I saw this, I think it was like an ad or, or it was something on, um, on, um, on a website, but it was basically like showing a green smoothie. And my first thought then was, you know, I don't really eat vegetables. <laughs> like at, back then I did not eat, like I did not really eat salads or, you know, really, that was not like part of my diet. My diet was primarily brewery pub type of food, pizza, burgers, wings, that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of beer, obviously. Um, but I saw that green smoothie and I, and I said, you know what, I think there might be something here. Maybe I need to add some of this into my diet because I know that I haven't done it. So maybe I need to um, do it. And so I looked into that and then that was, again, that's an experience that I would not have noticed that had I not had in my mind the idea and the thought that I wanted to feed my body only the best of the best. And I was in this discovery process. This is how I started to see precious wealth in the land. I started to notice information. And so I noticed that. And then from there, I basically started to research and understand that, hey, there's a difference between doing green smoothies and then juicing. Okay, juicing is when you remove all the fiber, all the pulp. Now, this is where things start to get really interesting because we live in a very weird world. We live in a world where everything exists all at once, both the good and the bad. And, and I find it fascinating now as I look backwards into my journey because you know true transformation happens when you become a different person. And when you become that different person, you look back and you know what it was like to be the other person before, but you know that that other person from before cannot understand what it's like to be the new you. It's like a caterpillar turns into a butterfly and the butterfly can no longer communicate with the caterpillar because the caterpillar just doesn't understand what it means to fly. Whereas a caterpillar probably can remember what it was like when you were dragging, you know, when they were dragging through, you know, around life, right? That's kind of like the difference. So I can go back and, and remind myself, you know, like, Oh, this is what I was experiencing. But before that transformation, I just could not, you know, speak this new language, I guess, if you will. And so the reason why I point this out is because as I share my journey, okay, this is what Beer Diet Project is. It's me sharing my journey, my perspective, my point of view. It's just, I'm, I'm opening up and just sharing how I think, regardless of what other people may think about my thoughts and my, the way that I view the world. 
And, and the reason why I say that is because I know that some of the things that I do when it comes to health are not common, okay? Not many people fast all day long, okay? I do a lot of fasting. I do, you know, water fasting. I do a lot of things that if you were to ask doctors about it, most doctors would not approve. So who do you listen to, okay? And, and, and this is where you have to make that choice because I can't make that choice for you. I had to make that choice for myself, right? When I asked about it, um, you know, and, 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 I'm, and I'm pointing this out because you're going to see it in many different areas. When, when we talk about fasting, when we talk about distilled water, when we talk about cholesterol, when we talk about, um, you know, juicing, like a lot of times, like I share my recipes for juicing and people see that I use kale in my uh, recipes. And invariably, again, people's like, well, isn't, you know, isn't that a, a goitrogen? Aren't, uh, you know, goitrogens bad for you if you have thyroid issues or, or cabbage, you know, like sauerkraut? Same thing. Isn't cabbage a goitrogenic uh, type of food? So there's always going to be conflicting information. So how do you move forward? And, and the, the only thing that I can um, say about that is, you know, through my personal journey, what I've learned is that, when you get clear on what it is that you want, you're going to get experiences put in front of you. These are going to be opportunities and you have to take action on them. And you have to understand that part of the learning process is making mistakes. Part of the learning process is doing something and sometimes it doesn't work out. And when it doesn't work out, okay, when it doesn't work out, again, the lazy man, if he's not clear about what he wants, he just gives up. And he goes back into that whole language of, I've tried everything, nothing works. Whereas the diligent man, he's going to remind himself, right? This is exactly what I want. I took on that experience. It didn't work out. Let me keep going and see what's next. So my first experience was green smoothies. What I didn't realize about green smoothies when I first started uh, using those was that the reason why you want to you um, go for juicing instead of smoothies when you're talking about detoxing your gut and optimizing your microbiome is because fiber is food for bacteria. Okay, so people ask like you know on juicing you remove the fiber the pull. People ask, isn't fiber good for you? And my answer to that has been that well, it depends. Fiber is essentially a you know a food for bacteria. It's what some people will call a prebiotic. It's just food for bacteria, but I now understand that you know your microbiome has all kinds of you know bacteria, both good and bad. And now I understand that you know if you have autoimmune conditions, you have both good and bad, and probably more bad than good, which is why you know people experience all of these uh, issues with the autoimmune conditions. And so to me, it's not about the fiber itself, because you know once you eat the fiber, you have to think about what's going to happen as it goes down your digestive tract. And what I realized was that if you're eating fiber, you're feeding the bacteria in your gut. So the answer to is fiber good for you or not depends on what's living in your gut. If you have good bacteria in your gut, fiber is good for you because you're feeding good bacteria. But if you have bad bacteria in your gut, then you're feeding that bad bacteria as well. So, these were concepts that I started to understand that just made sense to me because of my 
brewing background and you know my understanding on how yeast and bacteria and probiotics behave and so as soon as like I learned this, right? This was a lesson. I, I made that mistake of, you know, going for a green smoothies. And it's not like I felt anything, you know, bad or wrong, but I just didn't get the result that I was expecting. But that's where I learned that lesson. Okay. So you got to understand that how I pushed through, even though it wasn't working, I kept pushing through because I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew that I wanted my health back. I wanted my energy back. And I want you to want the same thing for you to sit down and define what it is exactly that you want and why, so that you can push through adversity because you're going to come across problems that may be different from mine. And I'm not going to be there, you know, with you um, to help you push through. Like you're going to have to push yourself through it. And, and, and so my transformation began when I understood that concept and I said, you know what, I need to do a fast. And this is where I started to, um, learn about juice fasting and I started to research fasting. Okay, I started to research fasting. Fasting is the most ancient healing technique that has been used for thousands of years. And again, it's fascinating to me that if you go research fasting, if you want to research the bad, trust me, you're going to find a lot of bad information on it. If you want to research the good, you're going to find a lot of good information on it. It's going to be your choice as to, you know, which one you choose to uh, believe. And so in my case, I fast every single day. I do intermittent fasting, block fasting. I only have one meal a day. Um, you know, right now, sometimes I'll do two, but right now I feel great just with, uh, you know, one meal a day. Today I actually have two because I went to visit family. Um, but anyways, I started researching fasting and it was so interesting that when I started looking up information on fasting, one of the videos that I was watching, um, I was just intrigued and I don't even remember the guy's name, but it was literally um, not, not in a, you know, just, just so you have a frame of reference, like the way that I perceived this person was kind of hippie-ish like. And, and, and the only reason why I say this, okay, um, not, it's not from a judgment standpoint, but it's because if you listen to my first episode, you have to understand that before I became open to information, when I became open to, um, you know, just, I guess, open up my heart to listen and see other people as humans, as the same as me, as energy, as, you know, you and I are no different, right? We are both made in the image of God. You have the same creative abilities that I do. And, and the moment that I realized that, right, you know, even though you may, you may see me as something different, trust me, we're not, we're made from the same energy. Um, that's what allowed me to actually sit down and, and listen to this person that at the time, before I went through a lot of my detoxing and cleansing, um, I, I used I, I wasn't always like this. Okay, I, I would you know listen to someone and and judge. Okay, and so but that was one of those times where I'm like, all right, this guy looks you know like he's a little bit um, you know wacko shirtless on YouTube talking about fasting and 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 how he's just like drinking nothing but water. Um, but I was intrigued because he was talking about fasting. And, and I just listened, I opened up and I listened and, and I probably listened to that information for uh, a number of months before I actually decided to try fasting for myself. I was terrified of fasting. Okay. So if you're feeling like, Hey, 
you know, this whole fasting thing, uh, not for me. I just, you know, don't see it. Trust me. I started the same way. And so after a while, like I said, I was just so tired, sick and tired of being tired all the time that I said, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. I have nothing else to lose because, you know, I have nothing to lose. I, I've tried everywhere. Remember, here's the words. I've tried everything and nothing works. I haven't tried that. Let me go for it. So I set a goal and, um, and at the time I, I knew that you needed about five days to actually notice a significant effect, um, you know, from fasting. And, and I will say, you know, disclaimer here, I'm not a doctor, I'm a beer brewer. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and as I, you know, look back, I believe that that was maybe too aggressive having autoimmune conditions that looking back, I should have detoxed my liver first, which is what I now teach in my programs. Uh, but nonetheless, this is my story. This is how it happened. I basically set a goal to do three days. Okay. I was not, I, there was no way I was, would have seen myself doing five days at the time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do three days. And, and even three days was like, I don't even know if I can do three days. Okay. Because just one day seemed like impossible to me. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do one day of fasting. So even though I set a goal of three days, really in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, let me see. Okay. Let me see if I can just get through one day. Because at the time, I used to wake up and the first thing I wanted to do was eat. All right, you did not want to talk to me. I was, I'll be hangry until I would eat. And that was the first thing that I would do, basically wake up, go pee, and then go to the kitchen and eat something. Like that's literally what my morning routine used to be like. And so I started, I did, um, you know, day one and I did a, you know, a juice fast. So so with my juice fast, um, instead of doing breakfast, what I did was I basically made myself green juice. And so I started and like I said, I, you know, I drank my green juice and just like everyone else that probably goes through this for the first time, I wasn't really hungry, but I think mentally I'm thinking, wow, is this really all I'm going to have today? Like liquid grass, essentially, like, you know, th this was my thinking back then. Um, but you know what? I was like, all right, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to see how much I can, you know, push through. And then, you know, came around lunchtime and I had another green juice and then, uh, dinner time, um, you know, I did another juice and, and honestly, I don't remember if I started incorporating, uh, some red juices back then, um, in the very beginning as well, if I just did a uh, green juice, but I know that I did eventually add, um, um, you know, red juice, which was made with, uh, beets, carrots, and uh, apples. Um, but I know that I did a lot of green juice in the very beginning. And so I did day one and I can tell like, honestly, like, yes, I was, I felt hungry and, 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 and even though like, it was kind of like, like, yes, I felt that hunger at the same time. It wasn't like, oh my God, I, like I had like that feeling like I was going to die as I thought, you know, the day before prior to me starting and, and what my thinking was at the time was, man, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm probably going to be hungrier than ever because I did not eat anything solid like day one. So, but, you know, I pushed through it, went to day two. And when I woke up on day two, you know, I don't feel any different. Um, but one thing that I did realize was that I was not hungrier than I was the day before. I mean, if anything, I was maybe a little bit less hungry, but still had this idea, this thought that, you know, first thing I do is eat, right? But remember, this is where 
having that goal, having that thought that, hey, I know exactly what I want. I'm just going to feed my body good stuff. Let me know. Let me see how I feel if I just, you know, nourish it. And, and you know, I was basically going through that exploration, that discovery process. So I did day two, same thing, um, you know, was a little bit hungry, but I got through it. And then day three went through it. And I, you know, realized that um, I wasn't any hungrier. And if anything, I just, you know, it just gave me that lesson that like, whoa, I haven't really had anything to eat. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be a little crass here, but I think it's important for you guys to understand is that one of the things that I was noticing was that after day three, even though I had no solid food, I was still going to the bathroom and, and I was like, thinking, is like, wow, like where's all that stuff coming from? Like, has that stuff been sitting on my gut? And that's when I started to realize that I was cleansing my gut. And I remember that even though I wasn't feeling that much better, I, I realized like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like worse for sure, but I, I think that there's something to this because I felt myself cleansing. And, and I remember like day four, day five, I, I went to sleep and it was the first time that I had this amazing, deep, relaxing, restorative sleep where I had a very vivid dream, you know, the kind of dream where you just feel like you're awake in it. And, and, you know, like it was so deep and then I woke up without an alarm clock it was like 5.00 AM and literally like, it wasn't like, I used to like just wake up and just drag kind of like walk like a zombie to the bathroom and, you know, brush my teeth, pee, whatever. This time I sprung out of bed. Like I, um, as soon as my eyes opened up, like I literally sat up, like I was upright in bed and I'm like, wow, like I feel energy. Like I energy like I haven't felt in in so long and and I was just like I was like a little kid all over again and I didn't know what to do with the energy literally like I got up and I just dropped down and I started doing push-ups right I just needed to like expend energy and I got excited I was like something is happening here like this is good and so those original um you know five days I, I realized like you know what I have no reason to stop so those five days turned into a week and then the week turned into two weeks of juice fasting and then two weeks turned into a full month of juice fasting. And remember, that's just because I kept feeling better and better and better and better. After about a month or so, and you know, I was doing a lot more research, started learning about how our bodies thrive on liquids. Uh, you know, our bodies are supposed to be super hydrated. Dehydration is really what's going on with in most cases, you know, a lot of the reasons why you have a lot of issues to begin with is dehydration. And so I'm learning all about liquids and I became essentially a liquidarian. I was still doing a lot of green juices after the first month, but then I started adding some green smoothies then and, you know, something to make it a little more uh, substantial. But I essentially did about 90 days on a liquid diet. And then I went from that into a, um, well, I made my first mistake actually, cause I, I, I decided to eat food again, like normal. And it's a bad, the worst thing you can do after being so clean is to go eat junk food. Um, but you know, I learned my lesson and, um, and then I went raw vegan for about nine months after that. And, and that's where my transformation happened because after that experience, I never looked at food the same again. 
I realized that I didn't eat, I, I didn't need to eat nearly as much as I thought I needed to eat. I became, I disconnected myself from that need to be constantly eating. And I started to learn and understand what really nourishes your body. I started to really understand how the body functions. I really started to understand, you know, the difference between your body being hydrated and being dehydrated. And, and I just basically experienced not only, um, you know, I, I lost about 40 pounds, you know, over, over that period. Um, I was 28 at the time, and I know that right before I was doing all of that, you know, my, my face was, you know, pretty chubby. And if people were to guess my age, they would say that I was like mid thirties, like 35, I think was like the oldest someone guessed that I was. And I felt even older than that. Um, when I did that, I went from not only like looking and feeling older, but all of a sudden I looked like I was in my low twenties, mid twenties. And, and people noticed that difference. Like I shaved off like 10 years and it was all because I detoxed my body. And because I basically started to learn and open myself up to information that again, the only reason why this information came to me was because I understood this phrase of the lazy man has no game to rose. The diligent man sees precious wealth in the land. I sat down and I wrote down exactly what I wanted with great detail so that I can picture and visualize it so that I can speak it. And by speaking it, vibrate it, create that vibration within my body and begin to attract the information and the experiences that I needed to go through in order to create it. So I am teaching you more than just health. I am teaching you how to use your body in a way that I don't see anyone else doing. And I hope that this lesson made sense. So this is a lesson on transformation. Um, transformation through fasting is one of the best ways to do it because when you fast and you disconnect your gut microbiome from your thinking and you clear your thoughts, right? Just how you clear your gut and you basically reset your physical being, you can clear your thoughts and do a mental fast. And by doing a mental fast, you're able to now sit down and you'll have a blank canvas and you get to write down your story the way that you want it. So what I'm saying to you right now is this, if right now you are hearing yourself, okay, listen to your thoughts. If your thoughts are saying things like, I can't do this, I could never stick to a diet, I can never fast, um, I've tried everything, nothing seems to work, I have a hard time losing weight, I have a hard time with this, that, those thoughts are toxic. Those thoughts are your vibration. They're making you feel in a negative way and you're gonna to continue to attract experiences that are going to continue to show you ways to continue to experience that as your reality. And so what I'm, what I'm saying here is fasting, right? Doesn't work just for the physical body. It works for your mind, right? That's how you go from, you know, having that mental laziness, right? And become a diligent person. You have to fast from your thoughts, clear your thoughts, stop thinking for a second, get in touch with your breath, feel your body, ask yourself, how do I feel? clear your thoughts and then now you have a blank canvas now you can go right down and just imagine for a second what would my life be like 
if I were to feed my body and nourish it with nothing but the best and imagine yourself a year from now, three years from now, and write it down in detail, write down your ideal weight, write down, you know, what your health is going to be like, what you're going to be able to do, what physical activities are you, do you see yourself doing and, and just get very clear on it. And I promise you, as you start to do that, you're going to not only get more out of the information that I share because you're going to be receptive to it. Your reticular activating system is going to be looking for the information that is pertinent to you, to your goals. But now the entire internet, the entire world, okay, you're going to start to see precious wealth in the land. You're going to start to see and attract experiences to you that are going to help you get that reality. So I hope that you enjoyed this lesson. I really love, I really love and enjoy teaching this kind of stuff. So if you got value from this, um, please share this with your friends and family. This is, you know, our second episode of our podcast beer diet project. And I'm super excited to be sharing this information with you guys. So that is it for today. Thank you for listening. To learn more, please visit the show notes on the description of this podcast. Thank you for sharing this podcast with the people that you feel will benefit from this information. To help us spread the word, please subscribe and leave us a positive review. Remember, a healthy gut is a healthy mind. Cheers.